pressure is growing on Attorney General Merrick Garland. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the conversation. I'm David Schuster. The US Attorney General, in some estimates, has been somewhat slow, dragging his feet in terms of prosecutions or even investigations of former President Donald Trump. And that has made some of the calls even louder that Merrick Garland should be fired. One of those people calling for Merrick Garland to step down is John Boniface. He's the president and co-founder of Free Speech for People, which is a nonpartisan organization that's done a lot in campaign finance. John, welcome to the program. First of all, what's what's your biggest beef right now with Merrick Garland? Well, our biggest concern, David, with Merrick Garland as Attorney General is that he's not fit for this job. He's had a distinguished career as a federal prosecutor and as a former appellate court judge. But at this particular time, for this particular position, we need somebody in the job of U.S. Attorney General who is going to enforce the law against everyone who has potentially violated it, including the former president of the United States. So in other words, somebody who's been a prosecutor who has served as as an advocate as opposed to as a judge. Well, I I think the description of somebody who would be good for that position right now is somebody who's not gonna be afraid to take on the former president and his associates for the various potential crimes they have committed. And, And the fact is, is that while The Department of Justice under Merrick Garland has gone after the low-level rioters on the insurrection day. There has been no indication that he's seeking to hold Donald Trump and his associates accountable. There have been grand juries impaneled by the Fulton County Attorney District Attorney in Georgia dealing with the interference with the election of Donald Trump engaged in in Georgia, seeking to effectively reverse the election results there after the November 2020 election. There have been two now grand juries impaneled by the district attorney in Manhattan, but there's no indication of any grand juries being impaneled by the Department of Justice dealing with Donald Trump. All we have is the House Select Committee and the US House of Representatives investigating the insurrection. But it goes beyond that, David. The fact is when Merrick Garland became attorney general, uh, he inherited what already had been evidence presented uh, to the Justice Department of various crimes Donald Trump has committed, starting with the crime for which his former personal lawyer, Michael Cohen, pled guilty and went to prison, conspiracy to defraud the United States to commit various campaign finance law violations. And in that indictment of Michael Cohen, they named, the prosecutors named, individual one who was Donald Trump as directing that conspiracy. There's no reason why there should not have been a prosecution at this point of Donald Trump for that series of violations. And then you have the 10 separate counts that Robert Mueller identified of obstruction of justice in his report to Congress that Donald Trump was engaged in. And there's no prosecution of Donald Trump for that either. It's a good point, though. I'm glad that you made about the accountability because there is accountability given these grand juries in Georgia and New York and given the congressional investigation. What about the argument that maybe because it is involving Donald Trump and you don't want to politicize the Justice Department, what's wrong with the Department of Justice essentially holding back for now and seeing where these grand juries go with their investigations and where the select committee in Congress goes with its investigation into January 6th? I mean, wouldn't it be better to have this sort of resolved in sort of a political panel like the January 6th committee as opposed to a legal one like the Department of Justice? I think really the problem with that argument that certainly we've heard as well is that it turns on its head what the Department of Justice is supposed to be about. It's supposed to engage in impartial administration of the rule of law 
enforcing a law against anyone who's violated, including a former president. And instead, it may be applying a political lens as to why it's not going to do that against a Donald Trump, leaving it to local prosecutors, state prosecutors to carry out that accountability. In many ways, this was a concern we had with the Bar Justice Department in a different way, which is that Donald Trump was treating it as his private legal agency to cover up his wrongdoing and carry out his own personal interests. Now we have potentially a Justice Department that's applying a political lens again in a different way, but still violative of the basic principles of the rule of law. Wouldn't it be applying a political lens though, if you indeed are able to fire Merrick Garland with the understanding that whoever replaces him would certainly go after a prosecution with Donald Trump. Wouldn't that be seen by the American people as, oh no, this is purely a political effort to try to get the former president because there's a former attorney general who felt that for whatever reason, the evidence, the law wasn't there to bring a case. Well, one minor distinction, our call, our statement, at freespeechforpeople.org is for Merrick Garland to resign. We're not issuing a statement to Joe Biden, the President of the United States, to fire Merrick Garland. That that I do think has more of a tone of being political. But we are urging Merrick Garland well, to step let me, down. Let me stop and, right there, and, and, and I grant that there is a distinction between asking him to resign and between firing him. But given that he has not resigned, what's the danger in taking the next step and saying, okay, Merrick Garland has decided to hang in there. This is inappropriate. We strongly believe that he's not enforcing the law. Therefore, Joe Biden should fire him. Well, I don't think there's necessarily a danger in doing that. It's just that we literally issued this call on November 4th, and we think Merrick Garland should hear it and that others should join us. At Trump, at GarlandMustResign.org, uh, to find out our statement, uh, to see the petition online, and to join us in this call. Uh, but ultimately, really, what we're talking about here is a Department of Justice that needs to be independent of politics, independent of the White House, and carry out the rule of law. And we are also, David, as you know, dealing with an existential crisis with our democracy and our Constitution right now. There's an urgent moment at stake here. Donald Trump and his associates are continuing to promote the big lie to undermine our democracy. They're continuing to, frankly, promote the atmosphere of political violence that we have in this country. And Donald Trump himself is preparing to run for president again. If there's no accountability for this former president, it's setting a very dangerous precedent going forward, not just for Donald Trump, but for other elected officials. You mentioned the January 6 people involved in the riot that there have been something like 600 600 cases the Department of Justice has brought they've been very aggressive in going after participants with the help of the FBI isn't that a good starting place though and the reason I say this is because I know that under justice department guidelines if you were going after a political leader whether it's a governor or a senator or a president for sure as we've seen in previous independent counsel investigations the threshold always seems to be much higher than if you're going to bring a case against a sitting governor or president or a first lady, the evidence has to be lock solid. It has to be a higher threshold, a greater chance of winning in court than if you're just going after somebody who is not in a position of leadership. Um, so given that all that Justice Department guideline, doesn't it therefore make sense to essentially start the pyramid at the bottom and work your way up? It does if you thought that Merrick Garland and the Department of Justice at this point should be given the benefit of the doubt. But the problem with that line of analysis is that in every other instance, there's no indication that they're seeking to hold Donald Trump accountable. There's no indication that they're reopening the investigation that Bill Barr's 
Justice Department shut down in the Southern District of New York with respect to the Michael Cohen matter and defrauding of the United States, where again, Donald Trump was named as individual one. There's no indication that they're following up on the Mueller report two years of the special counsel's investigation that demonstrated 10 different counts of obstruction of justice. And there's no indication that they've even engaged in an investigation of Donald Trump and his associates with respect to their role in planning and inciting the insurrection. The other thing I would add is that Merrick Garland's Justice Department has actually taken affirmative steps to adopt Trump era Justice Department policies that are designed to defend Donald Trump. For example, E. Jean Carroll, who has alleged that Donald Trump raped her, has filed a defamation lawsuit in New York against Donald Trump. And the Barr Justice Department went into court and claimed that Donald Trump was immune from that defamation lawsuit on the grounds that he was making those defamatory statements in his capacity as president of the United States. And yet the Garland Justice Department has continued that line of argument to shield Donald Trump from liability in the Eugene Carroll case. Although the, argument, well. the flip side of that, the flip side is that, well, it's not that he's protecting Donald Trump, he's protecting the office, the powers of, of the presidency. But but putting that aside, let's just assume, and, and look, I agree with you. I think there is plenty of evidence for grand juries to be impaneled, to draw up indictments, uh, regardless of whether or not you're ultimately able to get a conviction. What do you think it is that is holding Merrick Garland back? I, I do think what it is is what you've implied earlier in this conversation, which is a political lens. I think that. Merrick Garland knows that if he, through the Justice Department, indicts Donald Trump, it will create a new cloud over this era of the Biden administration. And he fears it will undermine the political agenda of the Biden administration and it will divide the country further than it already is. I really do think that's a factor. And do you think, but do you think he's right about that? I mean, putting aside whether or not that should or should not be a determinative, do you think that there's something there to that rationale? Uh, I, I honestly don't know whether there is, but even if there is something there to that rationale, it's a dangerous road to go down that we would allow this former president of the United States to so trample on the Constitution, violate so many various federal laws, and not be held accountable on the fear that it will undermine the politics of a future administration. We have to uphold the rule of law, we have to uphold the Constitution. Does it matter whether Donald Trump really runs or not? I mean, let's let's suppose that we got on, on that we firmly knew, or even Donald Trump said, I'm not running for president of the United States. Would that be enough then to say, okay, Merrick Garland is justified in, in not going there? Absolutely not. I think we'd have to hold Donald Trump accountable regardless of whether he's running for office again. The question, is whether we're going to allow somebody who engaged in these kinds of various crimes to get away with it. And, and the message being that some people are above the law. We have to hold everyone accountable regardless of whether they've held the highest office of the land. And that's what's at stake here. Again, the rule of law and our constitution, and our democracy. And John, in the 20 seconds we have left, have you heard back from anybody at the Justice Department for your calls that he resigned? We have not yet. Uh, we certainly intend to keep the pressure on and we invite people again to join us at garlandmustresign.org to read our statement, which is detailed on why we're issuing this call, as well as sign our petition and join us in this call for justice and accountability for the former president and his associates.
John Bonifaz is the president and co-founder of Free Speech for People. John, it is an interesting, interesting subject. And we're so glad that you came on the conversation to talk about it with us. Thank you. David, thank you. You got it.